Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lizzie. Hey guys. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go back to Iowa? I would love to. We love Iowa and how spooky and haunted Iowa is. I was going to say those cornfields. Do they grow corn? <laughs> Where do they grow you know Iowa? what? I feel um, like there's cornfields in We do the Iowa. wheat. They do the corn. So Iowa, the land of fertilizing in November. And spooky corn. And also <laughs> maybe the most haunted state. I'm Which, willing to bet now. Fun fact, I've never been to Iowa until we started ghost hunting. And now we're in Iowa all the time. They have very many locations that are I appreciate that. Spooky. I do too. And like fun places. Real fun places. You know what's really fun? <laughs> what? Trains. Ghost trains. Ghost trains. Chugga 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 chugga. You said that was so much convention. No, I need you to do the choo-choo to my chugga chugga. Choo-choo. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok where the girl makes that choo-choo noise with her voice? Oh, yes. Have you I've, tried to do it? No, I've been wanting so I wanted to have I us don't know this TikTok. duet it. Ryan and I tried, tried it. it. Wait, it what is not this pretty. TikTok? Okay, I'll show well, you later. Just TBD. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're gonna make me do it without telling me. <laughs> She's incredible. I'm sorry already. But Fair. where did we go in Iowa? Well, so we recently stayed at the Horridge House, which you guys have already heard. And that was a great experience in Vinton. Mm-hmm. But turns out the Horridge House is a two-for-one property. Mm-hmm. Two-for-one. It comes with a haunted train depot. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. <laughs> I feel like you try to, like to be seductive. Chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> sexy train coming through. That's so weird. Why did you make my train sound seductive? You made it sound like seductive. That. We just called it out. That was not we supposed to be a seductively sexy train. walked from Horridge House. We chugga, chugga <laughs> all the way to the vintage. It was not a far table. walk at all. Actually, it was no, like two blocks. It was a couple we drove blocks because it was no, cold outside. The first time we went there, we walked. Yeah, we went several times back and forth. Okay, I was going like, to say so. in my recording, but the second I specifically and third... have you saying, "I'm so glad we drove." It's so cold outside. Yeah, the first time we walked <laughs> with our guide, and uh-huh. she gave us some history along the way, so. and then we drove the second time. It was a little bit later in the night. Yes, it was <laughs> so, cold and also very cold. This yeah. is technically a part two to our horridge house episode. It is. Yeah. But they are two separate buildings, yeah. so they get their own episode. Yeah. And who doesn't love trains? I love trains. Turns out this place they're is a blast. Great, they're a great way of transportation. Did you guys know <laughs> that my first ever train ride was with y'all? Aww. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We with went me? to Herman. On our girls' weekend to Herman. That was my first ever train ride. And I it, was it was with my you. first, too. As that. long as we're not counting um, Platform 9 and 3 quarters when I rode at Universal <laughs> So you, real train. You had never ridden on the Polar Express? No. Platform nine and three quarters is also at Horridge House, if you listen to our episode. <laughs> so it's there. It might be. <laughs> All right. So just to throw this out there, I have basically written, or I'm going to read verbatim from their website. So this is not my wording. So the depot construction started on August 1st, 1899, and is considered one of the finest preserved passenger stations in eastern Iowa. Here, a visitor can look at a restored depot, study the hobo monikers in the renovated motorcar shed, and hop aboard a Rock Island line caboose. All aboard! Choo-choo! We had a lot of fun <laughs> role-playing <laughs> in this train depot. Who knew that we all love trains? <laughs> I best. have a three-minute video of us. <laughs> 
Do not spoil it. <laughs> Pretending to be. You're spoiling men. it. You're spoiling sorry. it. It was the best time ever, but we're going to get there. It was erected. <laughs> Whoa. At, oh, I'm sorry. Not my words. <laughs> no, nope, nope. Yeah, it was. Built. Resist. I kept it. <laughs> it was erected at 612 2nd Avenue at a cost of about $40,000 and was dedicated March 1st, 1900. Okay, so th- the depot is made of limestone and brick. But why is limestone important? We've talked about this before. Boy, just knows. I think she does. I just know it's because of ghosts. <laughs> it's a conductor. It's, uh, I think it holds water and it's a conductor of energy. Okay. So more likely to get paranormal activity with limestone? Did you I say paranormal? Paranormal. 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 I like a good paranormal activity. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. <clears throat> <laughs> Neither one of you are answering my question. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't, the question. What was your question? <laughs> you can't even remember. Um, so are you more likely to experience... Remember. That was hurtful. I've had a traumatic brain injury. You can't even remember. <laughs> so are you more likely to experience paranormal uh-huh. experiences like with a building of limestone because of the energy or... That is what is said. Yes. Okay. Okay. It retains energy. Gotcha. Okay. The floor of the depot is of terrazzo tile. <laughs> I'm sure I said that beautifully. That's and the woodwork and uh, wainscoting is white oak. Side point. It is a beautiful building inside. It is gorgeous. They have preserved it really, really well. <clears throat> the depot is 132 feet long and 28 feet wide. So it kind of looks like a train car. Really. Yeah. It's really long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a porte cochere. I had to look this up because I didn't know what that is. I don't meant. know what that is either. <laughs> it basically means it's a covered entrance. Oh, okay. Like an awning. Yeah. Okay. It's 12 feet wide at the north side of the entrance. The depot no longer sees the bustle of passengers. No. The mail <laughs> being snared or cargo being loaded and unloaded. It now stands quietly, reminiscing of those days and being preserved as another historical point of interest in Benton County. That was beautiful. Thank you. All right. So just a little side note before we talk about our experiences at the train depot. We heard an interesting side story on our way over. Yes. I forgot about that. So normally we listen to to these people talk and we're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then whenever she got to this part, we were all just fascinated this mm-hmm. is definitely... Stopped in our tracks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <If you will. laughs> That's Sorry. a good pun. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Tell me the story. Because I remember pieces of it. I don't remember all of it. All right. It so. has almost everything you would want. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. Because I that, do remember what the story's about. <laughs> so that, please don't say that. Let me just clarify yeah, then. I mean, true crime. Okay, there we go. Yes, That's yes, yes. Unsolved. It's got <laughs> a group of people involved that is not everything I would want. And this is a very brief overview of the true crime so you know what you should look into it if you're interested because this just covers just a few of the minor details yes let's hear it or major details (laughs) so the night of september 7th 1925 myrtle cook she was 51 at the time she was sitting near the window of her home when she was shot through the front window the bullet entered her heart and she died within the hour her home is located across the street from the ta- train depot. Okay. So this is why we heard about her. Vinton is not a very big city. Very small. It is very small. So Super small. <laughs> so you walk. You can walk from one place 
to the other. All right, that may be a little bit of we an gauge it like how we did with um, Garnett. There's no yeah. McDonald's in Vinton. There's no cases. Their gas station closes. It it, it did. It's not close. a twenty four seven gas station. You're trying to I go for am socks. Shocked. What do they do if somebody needs gas? Well, you can get gas twenty four seven. What do they the do if somebody not. needs snacks? You can't get <laughs> snacks. There's no snack emergency. Des Moines or somewhere else. Gotta go to Des Moines nearest city all right myrtle her home's across from the train depot and she was said to have been rehearsing out loud her speech to an upcoming women's christian temperance union meeting okay that's that mouthful. mouthful she was the president of Good the you, benton myrtle. county wctu wkitu <laughs> what sorry come again wkitu wctu Women, Christians, Christians Union, Temperance Union. Apparently, uh, they had published the names of people she had suspected of bootlegging. Oh boy! Remember, we're in 1925, so prohibition. Prohibition. <clears throat> okay, got it. They named some people that they thought were bootlegging, so this would have been um, severely problematic. I would have been in Myrtle's group, hundred percent. Oh my god, Lizzie! <laughs> I would have been her vice president. Jesus H. <laughs> Just wait. You're not going to like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the um, rest of the story. So. I know you don't. And I'm just telling you, you're not going to like that. It could have led to legal problems and jail time for those who were named. Mm-hmm. All right. So overall, people did not like Myrtle. That's what I was going to say. They just did not like Myrtle her. Was she was calling judgy. out their fun. Like, this was the 20s. People were having a hard time. The they just like 20s. need to let loose. They want to have a beer here and there. And Myrtle's like, you will not have a beer. I will call you out in front of the town. Uh, Oh, Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. Bev. Mm. Myrtle is Bev. Myrtle is Bev. Mm, Can't stand Bev. Honestly, that's a good comparison. They're both the worst. Yes. So, turns out Myrtle, she was also a member of the Ku Klux Klan. I take back what I said about being Myrtle's vice president. I know. Oof, Lindsay, that was a poor choice. <laughs> I told you I did not. Re- I remembered that the story was about the KKK. I did not remember Myrtle was part of the KKK. I just would not associate yourself. <laughs> Lindsay retracts the statement. I, I understand. I know what you were trying to say, but I get it. After her death, her funeral was officiated by a preacher who was also a member of the KKK mm. and dressed in the typical white robe. No. Several other clan members lined the sidewalk no as her casket was transported from the church to the cemetery a cross was set on fire at the graveside ceremony i don't understand like i know that's a kkk thing but like if you're also i'm gonna put in quotations christian Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i don't think christians should be part of the kkk Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you're also a christian why would you put a cross on fire that seems like something counterintuitive to what your religion is no i did not dive deep into the kkk nor do i want to no to i don't blame you so so basically this is a cold case yeah so they don't that's know what knows what it's who a shot classic case of who done it right they it's the most studied case of like an unsolved crime in vinton for sure and in iowa um nobody knows who actually killed her there's a lot of different theories about who did it what are the theories do you mm-hmm. know there's a like, couple one was her husband <gasps> Myrtle. One was an enraged prohibitionist. Okay. Because she was a tattler. Mm-hmm. And one was a KKK member. Ooh, now, scandal. So they say that the KKK was kind of like promoting members to come and join them. 
because they were saying that it wasn't didn't have anything to do with race. This is not my words. This is theirs. It didn't have anything to do with race at the time. It had everything to do with prohibition and gambling and drinking during the time. Now, my gut feeling says that this was just kind of a way to like get people to join. I was going to say, it sounds like a cover up. I totally agree. Yeah. Of course, I wasn't around in the 20s. And I haven't researched the KKK, nor do I want to. Yeah. Not nearly enough, but this is kind of what was told to us and then just briefly what I was able to research. So they had pictures of this funeral procession, basically. Oh, my gosh. And I they're, remember that. Yeah, in the Vinton train depot. So that's why I talked about it. <clears throat> because in there, you can see members of the KKK in their, like, notorious white robes and the tall hats. Hats, yes. So there's some negative energy around that. Yeah. Train Depot. And not just like where Myrtle lived, but like on the other side across the street is where the funeral procession was. So it literally was like right around there. It just makes you wonder if that was going on like in broad daylight, then what was maybe going on behind the scenes? Question mark? Question mark. I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about what we experienced when we went there. So this place, and if you have listened to our Horridge House, you might have heard us talk about this, but this place is fairly new as far as paranormal investigations. Yeah, good point. They just opened up paranormal investigations in April of 2021, I believe, and we went there in November 2021, so six months. So not a lot of, like, history as far as paranormal experience because it is so new. True. Um, We did hear that at this location, batteries are known to drain and that an SLS camera did catch an anomaly. Yeah. And then also cat balls have been known to go off at this place as well. Yeah. Um, so that was just the very brief overview, overview we got of the paranormal history. And again, six months. So not a lot of history for us to go off of. So it's kind of cool to go to a place where we don't know really what other people experience. We get to try on our own. Totally agree. And this place was pretty like narrow. As I mentioned, it kind of resembled a train car, if yeah. you will. Um, long, narrow, so there weren't very many rooms for us to explore. You walk in, there is like, like a, a small mini kitchen. kitchen area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fridge there. You go a little bit further, that's kind of where it opens up into the larger area. Like, there's built-in, like, pews, I want to say, but they're yeah. like benches. Yeah. Um, there's the counter. There's the whole ticket office um, where you can go inside, and there's a little ticketing office, and they had a lot of cool, yeah. like, memorable bay memorabilia gosh you did it nailed it memorabilia there <laughs> there was like old phones oh and my favorite piece uh, of memorabilia is the corn the stock of corn with yes. a, a red cross in it yes that was out in the main area do should we talk about our time in the um, ticketing office yes there was also like i don't know what it is a morse code device like Okay. Yeah, so I don't know what those are called. It was the Boyson, I don't know the, the conductors area, but it's also where they sold tickets. Yeah. It had an old register, like an old cash register. Yes. Um, we'll upload pictures. I was, so you I guys was at can the cash this. register, like the area, big gold one way. where you would push in an open window. I was selling tickets. Well, the open window. So on. Um, so there's someone selling tickets, and then behind them is like where the morse code the telephones all that is and yes. windows so you can see the trains coming and you can see them going mm-hmm. and that's where we did a little bit of role playing and that's where i sat we did <laughs> boydson was at the typewriter i no. well i was a typewriter slash calculator oh, calculator because as sarah was hollering out who was buying what i was calculating 
the prices. And I was answering the phones and tapping out Morse code and saying, there's a train coming. No so more tickets left. We had the best time ever. I got some of it on video. It was the most chaotic. <laughs> we were very busy. At I the was ticketing like, two station. tickets, hurry up. <laughs> and she was also selling creamed corn to everyone. <laughs> I had cream a- corn. Well, there was a poster board of prices. So I was like, ah, cream corn. We, um, did, we that. did that for a while and it was so much fun. And then <laughs> we're <laughs> the coolest people that I know. Who else Which could say that late at night? We played trains. <laughs> we really did, though. I loved it so much. Everybody who asked me about the time up at Horridge, I'm like, Horridge House is cool, but have you been to the train station? <laughs> we were really excited about the train. The train was amazing. <laughs> and in the back room, we haven't been to this room yet, but in the back room is like model train station yeah. area with like model towns. And I love those. Mm-hmm. That was very cool. Who knew we had such a <laughs> emphatic love for trains. We had just never discovered this. Until we went to each a other. haunted train station. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting there in the dark of a train station like, guys, this is really cool. Can we go spend some time in that model train room? <laughs> yes. We did. <laughs> That's we exactly did. what happened. We were like, yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> guys, we were destined to be friends. You're so weird. <laughs> so this place is really cool, is what we have to say about this place. Yes. So we... Did a couple recordings. We had some night vision going. Um, if you listen to our Horridge House, you'll find out that we left pretty early. We left at about 4.30 a.m. after three trains came through. Yep. Waking us up, one even though them, we weren't asleep. One of them may or may not have been ghost trains. <laughs> the other two for sure were not, because I went outside and witnessed them. I don't know. We're going to call this forever platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> The Vinton train. So we got um, a little bit of video footage and some recording footage as well. Um, I had the very first half of the night vision, so it only recorded about an hour and 20 minutes after we left. Okay. Um, And I got a couple bangs, some clicking. I didn't see anything on the night vision. Like, I didn't really see any orbs or anything. Um, The only kind of orbs, quote unquote, that I saw was right after we left. So I'm thinking that's probably just like dust that was settling after we shut the doors and all that. But otherwise, a couple bangs, some clicking noise that sounded like it was right by the video. So who knows? Um, So yes, you guys had recordings while I was doing the night vision. Yes. Honestly, we both had very similar experiences where I got a lot of loud clicks in the room i could tell we're very close to mm-hmm. the recorder banging noises Um, a couple times I said it sounded like a door was shutting. And the thing that we didn't mention is there are two functioning bathrooms. Yes. In this area. And I thought while I was listening, it sounded like those bathroom doors. They were like um, just swinging doors. Okay. Shutting. Which, you know, they were, I think they were original. There's still yeah. like the the pay, you have to pay you to, to pay yes, to go to the bathroom. That. I would have died in that era. You would. That's where you I would, would spend all of so your money. Poor. <laughs> Pee on yourself. <laughs> um, and we'll add this caveat that we nobody's in this place. 
Like when if again, yeah, it was it's a private investigation, three. just like Horridge. So if we're not there, we were sleeping over in Horridge house. So yeah, anyhow, there were definitely two functioning bathrooms, but yeah, they were very yes. old school. And what I heard was almost, I wrote that it sounded like those doors swinging mm. okay. a couple times. Like the stall and, doors? Yeah. And, okay. and our guide had mentioned that those doors had moved a couple times. Okay. So of course, I cannot say whether or not that was the case because I didn't have a video. The video that I had did not show the bathroom doors yeah. or the bathroom area at all. So I wouldn't have been able to see it anyway. Sure. My audio, and I had the audio for the very end of the night, but my audio goes something probably similar to Sarah's, but it goes something like knock. REM pod went off <laughs> right after the knock, oh. which is interesting. Yeah, it does not go have off any very REM often. Pod. And then Stuff. knock, faint, something dropping on the floor, question mark. Yeah. And then knock. Double knock. Clicking. <laughs> knock. And yes. then the REM pod goes off again. Oh, and dang. then there was a very loud slam. Like, very loud. Yes. Uh, click. And then a knock. And then I hear the loudest train I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was probably the... And I mentioned this. They told us in Horridge House that there's no trains that come in in the middle of the night. They only come in, in the, at like 7 or 8 in the morning and 7 or 8 at night. It's funny you mentioned that because during my recordings, I write down like, bang, bang, loud knock, loud bang door swinging blah 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 and then i'm like is this the train mm-hmm. um because it sounds like so far away mm-hmm. that like i can't tell what's going on and keep in mind that i think the recorder we had where was it it was it was in was, the, the window where you were selling corn yes at the ticketing yeah. office was one yeah so it could have been far away from any any of those points mm-hmm. really um but not very far away from the train tracks. <laughs> and, ex- and Sorry, I was just saying, I, I thought maybe I heard the train a couple times. And then I heard the train, for real, on Boydston's and it's recordings. And a real no, train. No, you can hear her. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's loud. <laughs> yeah, it made me think, no, 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 no way. That is definitely a train. My, what I heard is not a train. So you thought you heard a train, but it wasn't. Um, what I thought was like loud clicking, yeah. banging noises. I thought, well, is that... The train, the train yeah, going, going over the train tracks. Yeah, because they were, like, fairly, like, you know, in a row. I thought I was hearing noises. Yeah. Even though, looking back, it was, like, a full minute, two minutes yeah. away. And the in my head, I was thinking, oh, that's a train going over the tracks. And I will say not. that the train that, the trains, plural, that did go by, three <laughs> yeah. over 30 minutes, the ones that did go by that we saw, they were real short trains, like, they a were. few seconds. They were not long, like, minutes and minutes that you're waiting. Yeah, for sure. Explain a little bit about the significance of the REM pod going off. What is that? Yeah, mean? because I will say on my recordings, I never heard the REM pod going off. And we had the same recorder, just different times. I, I don't think. know if I've ever heard the REM pod going off yeah. on a recording when yeah. we've not been there. So in order for the REM pod to go off, it's got an antenna and something, some energy, <laughs> something has to touch the very end of it. Right. And then if it's like direct contact, direct constant contact, it's this um, continuous noise. The lights light up all the way. 
but most of the time we get like a kind of a short like something's just kind of tapping it or getting a little close to it yeah but no this was you heard a knock or a bang Mm -hmm. whichever and um the rim pod would just do its like long beep for maybe 60 seconds and then it would stop which in another caveat to the rim pod is like it only stops if something loses contact with it oh okay i didn't know that i thought it just went off for a while Mm -hmm. no it if you touch it it makes noise if it's not being touched it will not make noise so something was touching it for Mm. 60 seconds Mm. yeah and that was i think two two maybe three times that it went off right after i heard a knock yeah okay pretty cool i heard knocks and did not have a rim pod and i heard bangs and clicking and did not have a rim pod go off very cool i like that That that's cool also when we went there so that was the overnight when we were not there right um when we were there we did some phasma box oh boy and i have these recordings um so at the train depot so we're mainly sitting like kind of on the pews the benches in the in the big open part and on the phasma box all the board came out which i thought was pretty relevant <laughs> carolyn came out which i don't know if there's any significance to that name but who knows somebody could have carolyn. traveled through carolyn yep we did get a couple flashlight cool. responses i got on the phasma box for a little bit um boydston you mentioned that you were cold a couple times which it's november it was cold but it's the only time that i heard you mention that you were cold Sarah, you told the spirits to find a flashlight, <clears throat> and I said, you know that's stupid. Oh, that sounds rude. <laughs> that's very rude. <clears throat> I know, Why sorry. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, you mentioned at another time to find the flashlight. You really wanted them to find the flashlights. That's and I said, I I'll investigate. say hi. Um, and you mentioned, and maybe you can kind of talk a little bit more about that because you said it real briefly. You mentioned seeing a teenage kid peeking their head out. Several times, actually. Do you remember that? The, it's when we were sitting on the pews, the benches. It yes, the I model know. train room. Yes, thank you. I felt like there was little kids, teen age. You're like like a teenager, like a like a kid. Like I was picturing my daughter's age. She's 13. Okay. So like around there. Uh-huh. Or my, uh, my son's age, nine. Like somewhere between there. Like their size peeking out. So I think I said that enough to where we went back there. We did. Investigated a little bit. So we went back to, this is the model train room mm-hmm. that we loved so much. Yes. I think um, we made that clear. We love this place. We love it. <laughs> I'm still listening to the Phasma box at this point. Boydston, again, you said two times that you were cold and that you were really chilly. Mm-hmm. We didn't get much through the Phasma box except for the name Charles came through. Hmm. Interesting. And I think I remember when we were back there that... I didn't really feel a ton. No, we lasted maybe 10 minutes there before you guys were like, all right, let's go. Yeah. I I think we were both on the same page. Like, it was more residual type stuff, like things peeking out, like looking at us. But when we tried to approach it, that it just kind of shut down. Yeah. And I I didn't get any responses from the Phasma box, really. I agree. Yeah. But I will say that that back room where the model trains are is the place that I felt the most uncomfortable for the night it wasn't you know very uncomfortable it wasn't like i just i couldn't stand to be there sure but i did get like a little feeling of oh i don't i don't love yeah what i'm feeling right now yeah okay which says a lot because i don't think we felt uncomfortable the whole night no so to have any feelings of discomfort says a lot in in both areas 
Right. It was in there and in the conductor's area. Conductor's area, like the ticketing office place? Yes. You felt uncomfortable there. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It is a spooky place. For sure. I mean, and and the trains that came by were spooky just because they scare you. At four in the morning. Yeah. We weren't there, of course. When we no, we were over trains. in Horridge, but they were legit <laughs> trains. I'm I'm convinced of that. I'm not convinced. <laughs> um, anyways, what did you guys think of the Vinton train yeah, depot? Give, give me my Sarah's approval rating. I loved it and on the haunted one to ten scale, I would <laughs> give it maybe a seven. Oh, okay. That's higher than I was thinking. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. It's Sarah? definitely got some good residual energy, yeah, which is tricky because you don't feel it in the moment. It's so, not as interactive. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree. Loved the place. Oh like, my gosh, so cool! I would, I would totally go back to just experience that place and like have a, a fun time again. Mm-hmm. Um, haunting wise, I would say like six, six to seven. I think the only reason why it pushes yes. me up just a, a hair is what I heard in the overnight. Oh, okay. With the clickings. The, yeah. the just constant knocks. And one of I them was very loud. And so it's just like, if I know nobody's in there, I don't yeah, hear right. any trains. I don't hear any cars. I don't hear any people. I know that it's not a human that's making these noise. True. No. Now, after talking to you guys and knowing for sure that what I was hearing was not train. Sure. Because I was right. second guessing myself, hearing constant clicking, yeah. noising, banging, you know, like doors shutting. I was thinking, that's got to be a train. Mm-hmm. That's got to be something going by. But then I actually heard it and I'm like, mm, nope, nope, nope. No, the train was very obvious. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. And this place, just to kind of also add, you have to have a lock code to get in. So it's not like anybody could break in. That's right. Or get yeah. in. There are houses around this place, but yeah. I mean, not. That would be close enough to pick up knocking. It's a pretty small town. Like, nobody's out yeah. super and hanging out. We left this place at, like, morning. 2 a.m. Yeah. and picked up the recordings at 4.30. So, from yeah. 2 to 4.30, nothing's going on. For sure. But it, it just kind of goes to show, I think, that, like, we go to these places and we might come away and be like, I didn't really feel anything. I didn't get anything. I don't think we got any evidence. And then we review the evidence, you know, a couple weeks later and we're like, wow, totally there was agree. a lot here that we yep. didn't even realize. I totally agree. Yeah. And kind of cool. I definitely want to go back. I'd be open to it. I want to play train again. That was so much fun. We really had fun playing train. Katie, will you have us back to just the train depot? Yeah, we'll just play train. (laughs) We'll play for a long time. We'll go to both places, but we'll rotate our positions too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. We enjoyed it. Um, like we said, this is kind of a new place that has just opened up to paranormal investigators. So if you guys are into investigating, for sure go there. Absolutely. And let us know what you guys think. I think the more people that go, the more experiences will come out and it'll be cooler to see. I agree. For sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to our haunted investigation at the Vinton Train Depot. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com and find all of our socials from there. We'll be sure to post evidence and you can email us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com if you have new places for us to look at. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it and it really does help. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.